Hey everyone, welcome back for another episode of Real Talk. Alright Rob, so what's up? How you doing? How's your weekend been? How's everything going? Weekend's been good. Um, you know, same old, same old. Just uh, avoiding going outside as much as I can because I don't want to die of fire inhalation. And uh, yeah. yeah, you know, just just trying to trying to survive. What about you, Adrian? How, how's everything been? Uh, yeah, I've been good. I've been good. You know, just been kind of bored because, you know, everything still closed and you can't you. go anywhere and and you can't can't make trips to san diego every uh every week yeah i can't do that every weekend <laughs> so you know although movie theaters just did open in orange county so they're a little bit closer but clapping but, for that. Yeah, yeah but it's it's just it's still a little bit of a drive away so yeah. i'm 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 uh not capable of just going out whenever i want and yeah like what you said the fires man the air quality has been terrible yeah. so i've just been like inside trying not to like die of black lung i've been uh i've been hugging my air purifier for the past week just well yeah <laughs> i've had the air purifier <laughs> and and the windows have been closed and it's been hot so it's yeah. like but you want to put the ac on but then it starts blowing the smoke in the house and yeah. so it's just yeah what do you do all the all the all the troubles <laughs> of living in california right now but yeah. it's all right well so i mean we got a few topics to cover today, so um, I'm going to jump right into them. Let's do it. Uh, I, th I think we want to talk about first the uh, movie theaters right now and yeah. um, talk about their current situation. Um, so right now, what it looks like um, with the recent announcement of Black Widow possibly moving and then um, Disney's uh, Disney Pixar's Soul, which is either going to move or possibly move to Disney+. Plus. Um, a la the way they did with Mulan Boo. and then, and then Wonder Woman just moved to December a week before Dune, which, um, which leads me to believe that they're probably going to move Dune to like next summer or something like that. So, um, we got a lot of titles that seem to be moving. A lot of moving and, pieces. And so right now it just looks like, you know, there are no... Or there's no new content or new features moving into theaters. So that is definitely going to hurt uh, movie theaters. And, I mean, you can only play uh, you can only play uh, these classic films so much before people are kind of over and stop going to go see it. You know? right. So, Rob, what are your thoughts on that? What do you think about movie theaters? What do you think they should do? And, and what, are you, what are your thoughts? I mean, I... Probably have an unpopular opinion, but I'm all for theaters just opening up. Um, obviously not. Uh, yeah. There needs to be some uh, kind of boundary set as far as, you know, what, how many people are going to allow in a theater, at least for a certain point. Yeah. Um, how many people are going to allow in a theater, what, you know, you know, social distancing and all that stuff. But I'm for the theaters opening up. And why it, it is because um, for one I like obviously I, I want to get back to the theater and I love getting yeah. I love the movies I love the movie theater experience but also just in, in, in a like a human to human kind of a reasoning is I know people live because like they make a living working at the theaters and yeah and, and just livelihood like we like for yeah, me for sure. 
this needs to be kind of like we need to do what here's the thing is i see some stuff kind of opening up and some stuff not opening up and to me i'm just like i know these theaters like if you say hey you got to open up but you got to do all these stuff these theaters are going to do in a heartbeat because they need to make the money they need to to get people their employers back i mean their employees back and working and Mm -hmm. making bringing the theater in money so i know they'll they'll meet all the stipulations that are required it's just i feel like they're not like at this point it's just like they're not giving the theaters like okay you got to do this this and this because i i know for sure the theaters would do them because they want people back in the theater so i'm yeah. i'm kind of for just opening up the theaters with again stipulations to make sure that people feel well, safe yeah you have your guidelines you have right you know the things that you need to follow obviously because you want people to be safe and and feel safe and all of those things um but i think the reality is is that with the with the studios moving all of their films like they can open up but what is there to even play i mean you can yeah. only you can only play um I'm not gonna go sorry see i act activated my siri um but you can only <laughs> siri you wants can only, to get in on this topic yeah too. <laughs> she wants to give her opinion but you can only play you know back to the future and and indiana jones so many times before people get bored and like okay i want something new something right, fresh i mean right I could tell you so many times, like I'm at home and then it's like, I've watched everything. It's like, I got nothing else left to watch. There's nothing new for me to watch. And you know, even at home. So, um, you get, you get tired and it's like, you don't want to watch the same thing over and over again. I can only watch, you know, so many episodes of the office before I get bored. Well, th- well then you know? too, then too, like what you're saying about them moving, us not having any really original content as far as movies, um, that also has to do with with theaters not opening up because they're like it's not valuable. Like we're not going to make a profit op- putting our movie on this release day if yeah. if only you know whatever third you know whatever however many states or however many cities have theaters open. But if everything's not open completely, the theaters. I mean the the movie theaters and movie studios they're going to lose money and and yeah. it's just. But if they started opening and that's up the theaters, thing is is because like it, it costs. Because that's the thing too, is because it costs the the operation costs of keeping these theaters open. Right. You know, it's it's hurting them because you know you have a limited number of seats that you can sell per show, so you, there that's a factor. Right. But you still need almost the same amount of uh, people, staff, right? Right. So you're not making as much money, but you have to pay the same amount of people to be there. To, to service your guest and to also you know keep the theaters clean and right. and do all the things that you need to do, you know, is it really viable? Does it really make sense yeah. without having new content? And what I've noticed is theaters like Regal and then even AMC when they're showing a lot of these older or more classic you know films, they're only charging like five bucks or whatever. So yeah, yeah you that's... can sell out the theater, but you know, whatever sold out really means nowadays. It's like, you know, yeah, making a you're not making of what you full normally, much of yeah. a, yeah, exactly. And so I, I understand that there's, there's a definite want on the exhibitor side to get back in because you got people that are relying on it. I, I still have friends that work for the theater industry for the, you know, and, and so they're, they've been sitting at home since like March or whatever, whenever it was, when everything shut down, yeah. You know, six seven months now, and and so it's 
I know that they want to get back to work because they want to be able to, you know, you know, survive basically. And so we had, and here's the other thing is we had tenant and I think Warner brothers was banking on the other theaters or, or not the other theaters, but the other studios to follow suit. Like right. we're going to open this up. We're going to do a big number and you know, everybody's going to want to follow suit and see like it is successful, but Tenant didn't do as well as we were hoping that it would do here in the States, at least here in the States and basically North America. Yeah. But, you know, overseas has done pretty well. It's, it's held up pretty well. But here in the States, people just aren't coming out to see it. And I think that's scaring a lot of the studios out of releasing their films. And so it's like, maybe we should move everything back. Yeah, I agree. And, I agree. and who gets caught in the middle of it? Our theaters. Yeah, the so, theaters. So for me personally, do I think that they should open everything up? I, as much as it pangs me to say it, um, I'd say no. I think maybe they should shut down because if they stay open, you're not being able to pay the rent. You're right. not being able to to you know, they're gonna, you know, they're gonna lose out on the business anyway. So I I, I don't know. I don't know what the real answer no, is. No, I think no, maybe I, I I think you're right. I mean. I mean, yeah, I want I want them to open up, and I feel like you know, you know, they need to make money. But you're right; if they're opening up just to lose money, they're risking more of actually going out of business, like permanently. So, yeah. I mean, I th- no, I, th- I think you're I think you're right, right, right on on this topic. I I, I don't know um, if you've thought about it, but I was thinking about it. Like there are there are other ways that they could possibly, you know, stay viable and make money is possibly just renting out theater rooms for like private screenings because in that way you don't have to, I mean, yeah, you'd probably still like, there's probably only an X amount of people that you can have in a theater. But if you rent out a theater room to people and then like, you don't have to worry so much about other things. Yeah. I hear you with that. But I mean, even, even just like, I just went out, I went out to eat with, uh, some, some, you know, my in-laws and we had a group of 10 people. And we had to yeah. sit at two different tables because, you know, we, right now you're not allowed to sit with more than six people at your table. Yeah. So I like I really don't think they're going to be like, OK, like we're going to, you know, rent out this theater and it's going to hold X amount of people. And kinda, yeah, that's cause, true. Because especially if, if it if it's you personally are renting it because you're more like you are more likely to not abide by the rules. If you're yeah, around, you're more likely you to know. be more loose, more comfortable because they're yeah. people, you know, and yeah. so it's like. Here, let me take off my mask and and you know whatever. So, so yeah, so. but good idea though. That it's a good idea. I, I mean, I, yeah, I mean, I, those are those are some ways that you can try to stay afloat. I mean, yeah. but I guess so. Right now, I think it's either close or try to find something else because right now it doesn't look like anything's coming out till at least December. So yeah, well. it's gonna be tough times. <laughs> we'll yep. see. Um, yeah. So anyway, so we got that. And I mean, well, you want to talk about new content. There's a new film that came out, Rob, and on Netflix, and we can. And you know what? It's gotten a lot of controversy, so I feel like we should probably address it here and talk about it and give our opinions and our thoughts on it. Um, so, the film is uh, Cuties, and Rob, why don't you tell us about the uh, Cuties film on Netflix? And well, here's the, here's the thing, Adrian, is um, I have not watched it. And okay. uh, there's reasons why I've not watched it. And let me tell you why. Uh, I know we're, especially me, I'm one of those people that's like, uh, I don't read, so I'm not going to, I won't say don't judge a book by its cover, but I, <laughs> I, I will say you shouldn't judge a movie by a trailer. 
Um, But with this and just based off stuff I've read and kind of uh, just doing a little research into it, because I just didn't like I just didn't want to jump off and be like, oh, this movie is just bad and horrible and this and X, Y and Z. Yeah. Um, And just the way that it came off to me and and it it just uh, it's I'm trying to think hard. to It's hard to explain. It's just pretty much from what I read. It's you know about this girl. This really, really young girl who sees this type of dancing, it's very kind of provocative dancing, and I guess is inspired by it. And, and they, they form like a group of girls who do their dance thing. And, and I'll, yeah. I'll say this someone, someone I know, uh, had not she, she posted, uh, like a, I think it was like a, a 30 minute to a minute clip of us, um, us like a full scene from the movie, a full scene from the film. Yeah. Full scene from the film. And honestly, dude, like just watching it. And I, I won't, I wanted to throw up. Like I felt sick. Um, I felt very disgusting after just watching that, that 30 minute, I mean, 30 second yeah. to, to a minute clip. I just felt really gross. And I literally felt like I was going to throw up and it was... it, it's very, it's very tough to watch, especially in, and from what I've read, like, you know, the director was like, oh, you know, they were trying to like, you know, kind of shine a light on this issue. But but the way stuff okay. was filmed that I've seen again, I didn't see the movie, just this little clip. It it I feel like if they if that's what they're trying to do, if this was mm-hmm. the, the director was trying to do a shine a light, they did it in a really bad way. And and it they were focusing on things on on young you know, children that should not be focused on. And it, it was really disgusting. I don't, I don't, I don't know what, if you, have you know, to say. for, for me, um, you know, I'm a, I'm a father of, of two very young girls. And so, uh, you know, just reading up on it, like, and like you, I was curious. And, and so like, I had actually read a lot of like people posting stuff about this, you know, yeah. um, what's, what's the word I'm looking for? Description right. of like scenes and how it kind of plays out and all this other stuff. And then, like, you know, kind of exploiting young girls in that way, for me it especially, it's, like, it's very uncomfortable. And it's like, man, I can't be watching this. And then, like, you know, it's one thing, like what you're saying, it's one thing to want to shine a light on that whole world, that show mom world where you women kind of live vicariously through their daughters, you know, through these beauty pageants and these dance shows or whatever right but like what you're saying there's a way to do it without you know hypersexualizing yeah young girls and you know and and so i i understand like what you're saying you can't judge a book by its cover and and i understand there's art and there's ways to to go about it but i like for me it's just like even just seeing the the poster, right? I saw the poster. Right, yeah, yeah. And it was like the positions that they were holding. Like these are positions that you would expect from, you know, grown women. And like they're very like sexual like stances, you know, in a way where it's just like I, I can't sign off on that and say like, yeah, get off the fence and watch that. You know, I, I just yeah. can't. And, and you know, again, there's a way to, to do it. There's a way to you know, expose that world that kind of takes advantage of young girls in, in a very vulnerable state. But it's, but it's when you kind of, you know, I don't know if 
really the director was just trying to go for shock value, like going because yeah. there are films that do that. They go for shock value and they go very extreme, and and that's you know, and they weren't, and the director wasn't expecting what happened because it was like, oh, everybody, and I think it was, it's, I think it's a French film, right, or something yeah, like yeah, that. It was, so it was, yeah. So like in that country, things might be okay over there, but here it's like we're still very conservative. We're still a pretty conservative country in comparison to a lot of other places. Yeah. And um, so when it gets over here, you know, and I was reading an article today, and that's what I was looking at right now on my phone. It was about how there was a huge drop in subscriptions, and this is a big reason why I canceled Netflix and, yeah. and hashtagging cuties and and the number of the the stocks that had dropped. Um, for Netflix, so it, it took a huge hit. Yeah, and I think especially with conservative groups that are like you know, um, calling out against it, you know. But again, for me, I'm I'm just kind of like you know what I'm all for art, and I mm-hmm. you know, and I've seen things that have been, you know, some would say kind of explicit and and you know, and either graphic or derogatory or whatever whatever right. words you want to use, but they're done in a way where it makes sense and it's not like what we're talking about, like hypersexualizing young children. Right, and right. I think that's the problem in, in today's day and age where, you know, human trafficking is very real and kids are being taken away and all that other stuff and, and sexualization of children is very real. I think we have to be careful with what we show and what we depict. Right. You know, there are ways around it. We don't have to show them getting up on a stripper pole and acting like crazy. Like it's that's not necessary, you know? Yeah. Um there are ways around it. So I don't know, Rob, that's a bit of my rant. Yeah, but. no, no, no. I, I mean I'm completely behind you. And also too, um uh, 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 in long lines what you were saying, like stuff that maybe like I know I, I don't watch the most cultured and cleanest stuff ever but yeah th- one thing is these like stuff like this it's like like these are these are kids and and some one another um uh youtuber podcaster i was listening to was talking about it and they brought up a good issue it's it's not it wasn't just one take that these children did they were you know this was to get what they were doing was multiple of takes and and yeah. and you know just imagine like, I mean, I'm not going to say imagine your daughter, but if it was, you know, a little girl yeah. that my niece or someone, you know, doing this, how would how would you feel? And as a parent, like I, 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 I mean, I know you would probably feel disgusted in something yeah. like that. So it's just. Well, yeah, because then you got like, you know, strangers and people just yeah, kind of. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> staring, you know, exactly. kind of like. I don't know. Yeah. But I mean, it. it with the Netflix subscription going down and I mean, that just showed, I mean, I, maybe Netflix will do something about it. Cause that, I get, feel like that was kind of people. Um, well, I've been out. trying to cancel my, uh, I've been trying to cancel my, um, my Netflix subscription for, for years now, but my <laughs> wife won't let me because there's a lot of like cooking shows and stuff that she likes to watch yeah, on there. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, all right, fine. You can keep it. <laughs> but like, there's not a lot on there that I watch really. I'm like, kind of, you know, I'm like, I, I rarely tune into Netflix now only because of the reviews, like with the movies that drop on Netflix yeah. from time to time that, that we might review. I'm like, all right, I'll, I'll, I'll watch it. But for the most part, like I, that's the only reason why, like I, yeah. I never really turn on Netflix. So, you know, I feel like they, I feel like they don't have, I feel like 
maybe years ago they were coming out with really good content. Um, well, here's the thing too, like with Netflix, because of this, they started the streaming wars. Yeah, you know, because they had contracts with like all these other bigger right. name films and TV shows. But with streaming wars, everybody wants to start their own. Um, so yeah, they want subscription their, they want service their and their own their own app. It's kind of like they're they're once those contracts end, they're pulling all their stuff. They're not renewing the contracts. Yeah. And they're like, here, buy HBO Max or buy... Bye-bye um, C- Office and Netflix. <laughs> yeah, buy CBS All Access, buy, buy the Peacock. Yeah. And yeah. and it's like all this stuff is kind of splitting. And now it's like you got to, instead of having one place to go to, you got to go to five other places. And so now the whole point of cutting the cord to cable was that you had everything in one spot. But now Not everything's in like 10 different <laughs> spots. And, and and purchasing each of the ad or the apps, it's kind of like... A, it ends up being almost just the same as what you were paying on cable before. So, yep. um, but anyways, that's a different topic. <laughs> that's a different topic. Um, but yeah, no, um, guys, uh, for those of you watching at home, uh, have you canceled your Netflix subscription? Do you feel offended at all by the, the cuties film or do you not even care? Do you think, did you watch the film? Did you think it wasn't that bad? Uh, why don't you comment down below and let us know what you thought of this topic. Um, all right. So speaking of grotesque and disgusting and yes. over the top, uh, there's a show that has been on. It is currently in its second season, and Rob and I wanted to uh, review it and talk about it. And that is The Boys on Amazon Prime. And so we're currently in the second season of The Boys, and episode five dropped on Friday night. Yeah. And so Rob and I watched both the first season, and we're caught up to the fifth episode of the second season so rob i'll let you take the lead on this one your thoughts on the boys you know what um okay so obviously i i think the first season was epic um so here's the thing the second season and and i i have to like i kind of got to take myself back a little bit because the first season they just like they just i guess these streaming services are, are i don't know what Maybe they learned something where it's like, oh, don't drop everything at once if you want to keep like everyone for a while. Yeah, it's like what they did with Mandalorian. Yeah, so and I think the reason why they do that is because they want to stay relevant. Because like with the show, like um, speaking of canceling subscriptions and all that, a show like Stranger Things, they drop the entire season all on one day and people binge it, and then they go and cancel and wait right. till the next season comes, and then they renew it and, right. and like all of that. But. Um, but, you know, people watch it. They're talking about your show for two or three weeks, and then they're done. It's like, all right, yeah. it's over. We all watched it. We're we're over it now. But, like, with Mandalorian and then now The Boys, you get an episode that drops each week. You're, you're talking about it for a little bit longer. Yeah. So, so I, don't, I, don't, I mean, I don't I guess that's smart on their part because you're going to keep people who would have just been like, I'm going to watch yeah. it and cancel it. But, anyways, so the first season, I got to binge watch it because it just all dropped on, on Amazon Prime. And yeah. – I loved it. I thought it was awesome. I was like these superheroes who are pretty much super villains. Bad guys. Yeah, yeah. they're awesome. Um, and to kind of have the you know these underdogs, you know these regular dudes who are just you know on a mission. The boys. Yeah, the boys because each one of them has some kind of issue with the soup. And 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 yeah, I thought the first season was great, amazing. Yeah. The second season. And this is where I said I kind of got to step back because the first season I got all of them at once. I could binge all of them. them at once. Yeah. Now the second season, what they're doing something something different. They dropped the first three episodes, and I thought that was going to be kind of oh sorry. 
Uh, I thought that was going to be kind of like maybe they were going to do like three, two, three or something like that. Because I think there's only yeah. eight episodes in this season. Yeah. yeah, yeah but um, so for the first five episodes of this season, I, I felt like it was kind of, it started off a little bit slow. The okay. first first episode, I don't think we got too much of, you know, we didn't really get Butcher. And I feel like Butcher's one of the best characters on this show. Well, his 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 story and his arc is the most intriguing it is it is um from that carries over from the first right, season right. but i'll let you go ahead and finish your point no yeah. no no. so yeah but i was gonna go along to those lines as <laughs> so you know that first season his arc was you know he had something to do and yeah and at the end of the first season you know his he, he had still something to do but it wasn't it wasn't oh you know what hold on go ahead what all right guys for those of you that are watching at home we're gonna get into spoilers. Yeah, I feel okay. Rob is. I feel Rob is dancing around. <laughs> yes, I am. Here, I am. But um, I feel like the best way to talk about the seasons and the episodes is they're gonna have to be spoiler induced. So okay, if you don't want to know what's gonna happen, why don't you check out the show and then come back and then hear our thoughts. All right. Anyways, go. go ahead, Rob. Spoiler warning. There you go. So when we find out that because the whole first season the butcher is is all all against Homelander because. He thought, you know, he pretty much murdered his wife. At the end of that season, we find out he he Homelander didn't do it. Um, yeah. They they took her some way, and he has a kid, or she his wife has a kid. It's Homelander's kid, and but that whole the whole first season was kind of the butcher's arc, and I feel like with the second season, the way it's kind of going now, his arc is not it. It's not as good because the first like and it's i think it's one of those things too where it's like you know you always have like the amazing first season and then kind of like the second season yeah. that falls a little and again yeah we're only we're only kind of like halfway through it so so i'm not going to be like oh you know this is whatever but for as of right we're, now we're five eighths into the season <laughs> yeah as of as of right now i'm enjoying it um there's certain things that i feel like it's kind of like all over the place and you know certain characters uh, are kind of you know they, the boys have kind of split up and they're kind of doing their yeah. own things and and I like the fact that they were all in the first season that they were all together and you know they were they were the posse. He's got a very uh, Lord of the Rings feel. By the end yeah. of the first season, they kind of split. So like by the second one, they they're like kind of doing their own little task. Yeah. So I I know I, I mean I'm enjoying it. I like it. It's definitely not as good so far. It's not as good as the first season so far. But um, I still enjoy it. I'm still enjoying it. What, yeah, what so think? for me, um, I'm sorry, Rob, I cut you off. No, 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 I was done. No, Go ahead. What, what uh, do you think? No, so, so for me, I um, I enjoyed the first season. I liked the take. I liked the idea. It was a unique take on superheroes. From what I understand, it's it's a pre-existing comic book. Yeah. But I had never heard of it, so it was interesting to me because I have no clue who these characters are or where the story is going, so... I like that. Okay. But again, I like the idea of it. Like these just random people that have their own personal bone to pick with the superheroes are trying to figure a way to bring down this organization, which the superheroes work for called Vought. And so I, I like that, that this, the show kind of touches on, you know, social media, the way, um, uh, public perception, the way, uh, you know, if we did something bad, we got to do damage control and PR and we got to do all of these, like, you know, PR campaigns is just kind of clean up our image and that sort of stuff. 
and and like the the secrecy and all that so that's interesting like the that that like mega evil corporation that they're trying to bring down um and expose the superheroes for what they really are right that was all very interesting in that first season but then when you get to the second season to your point it hasn't been as strong Mm -hmm. you know that first episode was just like kind of just it was kind of boring i'll be honest and um (laughs) like waiting for butcher yeah. And Butcher finally shows up, but what I felt for this um, season is like they don't know what to do with him, yeah. and it's kind of like he's just kind of there, and um, especially like in, in episode four where he he goes he he goes and finds out where his wife is to that okay. that facility, yeah. and <laughs> it was funny because of the oh God, what is her name the 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 girl that like used to be in the CIA or whatever and like is helping him out she gives him like a name uh, Liberty <laughs> and she gives him like an address or something like that oh I found your wife well at least where to look and she's like it's a bot facilities super heavily guarded all this other stuff so it sounds like it's gonna be like a suicide mission yeah and they cut to it and he's just like jumping the fence <laughs> he just like jumps the fence and then he's like in <laughs> so I'm like there's no like Cut to him like trying to like use any sort of tech or whatever. It's like, nope, just a rope. Where the camera? <laughs> jump, like, jump the wall, yeah. and that's it. And I'm like, that's some security right there. I mean, yeah. God, you know. So that was kind of dumb. But then when he finally meets his wife, and it's like this whole back and forth of like, I love you, I miss you, and this is what happened. And then she's kind of like, well, I can't go with you after all. I just want to stay here and raise my son, um, Homelander's son or whatever. And then it's kind of like now he's on his own. And it's like. All of that happened within the span of like a quarter of an episode, yeah. You know, like towards the end of that very episode, and it's kind of like, you know, it felt so rushed. Like it could have had him, like the conflict between him and his wife, go over at least like two or three episodes to kind of like build that, so that you feel that his character is really because the very next episode he's super depressed and like yeah. kind of you know and he wants to give up on life. Yeah. Um, and, and it's kind of like, well, what are they doing with this character now? Yeah. And they kind of turn a care, a corner at the end of episode five, which is kind of cool with butcher. But again, I'm, I'm optimistic, hoping that they, they really have to come finish strong with these last three episodes because otherwise, like, I don't know personally if I want to stay, if I want to stay invested. Okay. Because I feel like. I feel like they're kind of just like shooting darts in the dark and hoping that they hoping something get lands. something good, you know. But again, I like the social commentary on things. I, I like that they take jabs at they were taking jabs at Josh Whedon and, and yeah. Justice League. I don't know if you caught that in yeah. this last episode. They took jabs. Okay, here's the thing that I that I really liked. Um, I probably get some hate for saying this, but what I um they took jabs at Marvel and the Avengers when they when they. If you remember in Avengers Endgame where they kind of shoehorned that whole girl power scene. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, they took jabs at that where it was like, oh, girls power up. And it's like all three of the <laughs> girls from the seven and they're right there. And it's kind of like, you know, and, and the way they're kind of like, oh, we want, you know, to be more specific with the, the roles with two lesbians. And like one has to wear a pantsuit and all this other yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, And it takes jabs at the way the um, imaging works and the way they want to try to be perceived like, oh, we're... You know, we're really, you know, progressive and very um, whatever without, but not really being sensitive to 
what it actually means right. to be progressive and right. and sensitive to those actual issues. It's just, just more like an image. Yeah, we just want to look like yeah. we're there, but we don't really care. And so I like that they, they did stuff like that, and it makes it interesting. Um, oh, you know, I almost forgot to talk about Stormfront. Okay. The new character in this uh, second season, she's pretty interesting. I like where they're going with it. Apparently, um, again, for those that are watching, spoiler, she's an old school uh, super that's probably seven, 70 years old that used to go by the name Liberty. And they come to find out that she's just kind of rebranded herself and nobody knew that. And so she's now the newest member of the seven and she's kind of stealing some of Homelander's uh, thunder. Yeah. And he she's kind of like that. He doesn't like that, but she's also showing him like, look, you can be popular without having all these PR people and stuff like that. All you need to do is create a meme and drop it out there on Twitter or Instagram or whatever. And then, you know, you're up like five points or whatever. And so I like that social commentary about the world that we live in, about how all you do is drop a meme and then people eat it up without ever really doing any fact checking, without ever doing any real any of that. And so those are the things and the themes about the boys that I really enjoy and that I like. But, you know, I I really want them to, to, to make it a little bit tighter with Butcher's story and and the rest of the boys, Huey, yeah. uh, Mother's Milk, whom I I really enjoy. I think he's the strongest character throughout the second yeah. season. Yeah. So, um, but you know, I I just really need them to tie it up and and uh, stick the landing here in the last three episodes. The last three episodes. Let's let's bring it home, boys. Do that. Yes. Rob, is there anything else that you feel the need to discuss here? in real talk because we are a show about talking. Uh, no, I, I think we've, I think we've definitely gotten real and we've talked about all these topics that, uh, I feel like affected us in some, some way. And, uh, they're definitely real and from the heart, all these topics that we (laughs) talk about Adrian. Yeah. Well, always a pleasure talking with you, Rob. Um, so guys, for those of you that, I have any concerns or thoughts you want to talk about the movie theaters, you want to talk about cuties, you want to talk about um, the boys and what your thoughts are on any of those topics that we covered. Or if there's something that we didn't cover and that you want us to talk about, why don't you comment down below and let us know what you thought. Also, don't forget to click like, subscribe, share. Oh, and uh, follow us on Instagram for every all of our behind-the-scenes content and little extra stuff that we post on there at On The Fence Movie Reviews. And remember, we'll catch you on the fence.